Welcome to the Real Film Nerds Podcast. Happy 2023, everyone, and welcome to the Real Film Nerds Podcast, episode number 304, yet another movie review you people won't listen to. My name is Matt, one of your two hosts with me as always on the other side of the planet, but probably not in as much snow as I'm in, Mysterious Mike Talent. Hey, how's it going? Oh, dude, did you get a lot of snow? Yes, sir. We got a few inches. Was it on New Year's Day, or when did you get the snow? Uh, Yesterday, day before. I think it started Saturday. I don't know. It's just, you know, storm making its way through northern Arizona, so. All right. Well, uh, happy New Year and Merry Christmas to everybody. Hopefully they had a good good uh, time off. Matt, did you have any uh, good time off when, when uh, during this holiday? I know you never have a day off, so. Um, I had time off, but was it good? No. I mean, I didn't have to work, but I did have to work, so I don't know. Well, I mean, I always work. I'm always on. You know, yeah, anybody no. wants to do anything, I have to be available. So, yeah, yeah, you work. That's mm-hmm. what you do mm-hmm. when you're it's, sleeping. You're working. It's what I do. Yep, yep. So, Mike, episode three hundred and four. Uh, was this your pick? Or was this my pick? I think this was your pick, wasn't it? Uh, I'm not sure. I'm not sure anymore. Hmm. Might have been my pick. Um, oh, well, I didn't ask you about your holidays, Mike. How was uh, Christmas with the family and the folks and the uh, New Year's Eve and all that stuff? It was okay. I, I think everybody in the, the economy is, uh, they're broke. So, like, uh, it wasn't World War Three for New Year's. So, like, they didn't buy, like, tons of fireworks, which is great. And then, uh... Yeah, Christmas was uh, real fun with the family. Had a, had a good time. Uh, it goes by real quick, and it's so much cooking and just a lot of craziness. But it was good, man. It was good. Yeah, you're cooking now? No, no, no. Not me. Oh, I was going to say, Mags has you cooking, finally. No, man. If 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 I can't hit, like, 30 seconds on the microwave, it's terrible. I'm, I'm done. You, you can't even put in 30 seconds. You just hit the add 30-second button. Got it. Yeah, yeah, add 30 second, man. It's the only way to go. If I need to cook two minutes, I got to hit a button four times. All right, so what was the uh, best Christmas gift you got, Mike? What was the best Christmas gift I got? Yes. Oh, I don't know. Uh, Spend loving time with my family. Sap. I think you're full of crap. We all know it was probably the motorcycle. No, I didn't get a motorcycle. I, I think I think uh, so just I got some charging things for my phones and watches and things. I like that a lot. Pants, socks, mankinis. I didn't get any socks. That would have been cool to get some socks. Oh, poor Mike. Well, okay. Well, let's go ahead and start it off with. Uh, I'm going with Mike's pick of Babylon. For Real Film Nerds, episode number 304, the first one of 2023. Mike, ready, set, give us the rundown. All right, Matt. So this was uh, written and directed by Damien uh, Chazel. And uh, 
This movie is starring uh, Brad Pitt, Margot Robbie, uh, Gene Smart, uh, Diego Diego Calvea. And this movie is about a tale of outsized ambition and outrageous excess. It It traces the rise and fall of multiple characters during an era of unbridled decadence and depravity in early Hollywood. So, for those of you who are following along with the Real Filmers drinking game, that's at least two or three drinks. So, we'll wait. All right, Mike. So, uh, Babylon. Uh, thoughts? Um, it, you know, it's it's an okay movie. Um, I don't know. Like, it, it wasn't bad. It has ups and downs. It goes through different people's lives. I don't know. It... it it's not a great movie, but it wasn't a terrible movie. Um, I think uh, Brad Pitt and Margot Robbie were uh, really entertaining in it, but I don't know. It was okay. Are you upset because it only showed boobies? It didn't show any flaccid penis. Oh, no. Uh, Matt, you're wrong. There was a flaccid penis. When? Uh, during the party. Well... There was a lot of things being thrown around during the party. Right, right. It was very quick. Oh, okay. So you're okay then. You're okay with the nudity. That immediately yeah. brings it up a solid reel, doesn't it? <sighs> yes, yes. Even though it's flaccid, it still brings it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, all right, good. So five out of five reels for Babylon for Mike. Got it. <laughs> Not five out of five, no. Dude, this movie was good. I liked this movie a lot. It was a lot of fun. It's just way too fucking long it's long dude it is long the the only difference between this and avatar 2 is that this didn't feel super long like avatar 2 did like avatar 2 felt fucking long right right yeah no it did i think this and we can get into it in the spoiler section when we get there but i think this movie could have done without the entire last act and that would have brought us down to probably closer to two and a half hours. Yeah, that that probably would have been advisable. But um, I don't know. Uh, for a period piece, I thought all the sets and, and the costuming and stuff was awesome. Oh, no, dude. It, overall, I think it was very good. It was sh- shot well. Uh, it was an interesting tale. Uh, it's not a true story, but it's inspired by true stories of the times. Um Brad Pitt did phenomenal. Margot Robbie equally as well. Uh, you know, Damien uh, Giselle does a great job directing and writing. Uh, just look at his previous works, you know. So, uh, fairly newcomer, uh, Diego Calva. I'm not sure what else he's been in, but I thought he did a pretty good job in this film. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I thought he did a pretty good job, too. So, um, yeah, it starts out with, uh, what, you know, okay. I'll just say this. I won't describe how it starts out, but I will just say there's a lot of humor in this film that I wasn't expecting. I mean, a lot of humor, especially if you like Hollywood as an art, uh, piece and you follow it more traditionally like that. And you like film, there's a whole lot of things you can pick up on watching this film. And it's, uh, it's crazy how much humor is actually in it. It's kind of strange in a way. 
Did you not think it was going to be as funny? You thought it was more serious the whole time? Uh, well, speaking of the history of Damien Chazelle, yeah. I mean, look at his previous movies. First Man, Whiplash, 10 Cloverfield Lane. Tell me which one of those is hilarious. Well, I, I don't know. I guess it's just the 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 material for this one was different, I guess. Well, he wrote it. I think he wrote Whiplash and the other ones too. Wow. Okay. So, you know, that's just, it's a, it's a very different for him, I guess is the nice way to put it. It's, I'm not saying it's bad. It, it's very stylistic in his style, but it's not a, a serious drama. I mean, it is, but it isn't. There's a lot of comedy in it that I didn't expect and a lot of, whole lot of debauchery. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's probably the best way to describe a lot of this movie is debauchery. Yeah. Delicious, delicious debauchery. So, okay, Mike, speaking about debauchery, uh, I think we need to move on to your sections. Oh, yes. Uh, Matt, uh, what are you uh, drinking this fine morning, evening, afternoon? (sighs) Okay, Mike, so I got to start out the year right. Uh, I'm sure I'll consume several of these, especially if the start of the year is any indication for the rest of the year. Uh, I'm drinking myself uh, the one, the only uh, Four Peaks Kilt Lifter. Oh, okay. Not not a champagne, huh? Oh, believe me, I have several of those in the fridge too. Okay, all right, all right. Uh, I'm I'm drinking. I'm I'm also starting the year off right. I'm starting out with an IPA, and I am dr- drinking the uh, Lagunitas Little Something Something IPA. Well, nice, Mike. We all know that. That will be your first of several thousand IPAs over the year. Yes, yeah, so. I'm not judging. This is an AA. My, okay. My name might start with an M, but it doesn't end with an AGS. Ah, uh, yes. Okay. Okay, Mike. So um, the most important question of the podcast, it better be a good one. It's the first one of the year. Mike, what is today's just horrific dad joke i got dad jokes i don't think they understand though gotta think i'm funny other people never laugh though dad jokes what's the only word that becomes shorter when you add two letters to it uh i don't know short that's really that's the joke that's the joke that's a terrible joke that's really bad i i preface it by saying it was horrible and i think i got that right yep i win <laughs> all right woo all right mike so uh it's the first one it probably shouldn't be a difficult one but uh maybe it was because you were sitting here looking at it while we were waiting to record mike how does babylon relate to the marvel cinematic universe All right, Matt. So uh, I was I was looking at it, trying to figure out who who was in uh, you know a different uh, an MCU movie, and of course I did find one, and it is uh, Jason uh, Perrine uh, was a graphic designer for Spider Man, 
uh, far from home. So you went with the difficult route instead of the easy route then? Yeah, w- which one was the easy route? Toby Maguire. Oh. Man, I totally forgot about his character because it's such a weird... Yeah, all right. Seriously, man, this one this one was like shooting fish in the barrel, Mike. Yeah, yeah, you're right. It's okay. It's all right. And he was a producer on the film, too. So I'm surprised oh, you he? glanced over that. Yeah. Oh. Man. Yeah, I went for the hard one. Yep. That's what you like, Mike. You like the hard ones. Well, actually, no, you don't. You like the soft ones. Sorry. No. That's not what she said. <laughs> oh, poor Mike. Okay, so for those of you who want to watch this movie and don't want it spoiled uh, and you haven't listened to the podcast before, which probably isn't many of you, um, we are now in our spoiler section where we're going to talk about uh, the debauchery of Babylon and the fact that the movie starts out with an elephant shitting on not one, but two people. That's true. It does. That's a, that's a great way to in- in- introduce him, man. That's that's awesome. I thought more about the party at the beginning, but, uh, you know, the elephant is uh, the beginning scene. Yeah. I mean, I thought it was going to kick off with this giant orgy. No, no. No, it's the elephant being dragged up a hill and shitting all over a couple of the guys. And, I mean... I can't imagine a greater hell. Well, man, it was, they were just trying to lighten the load. <laughs> they Believe me, they lightened it. They lightened it, and then they carried it with them because it was all over. Yeah, man, you know, it's like one of those times when you go to the restroom and you're like, man, you know, I think I just lost 10 pounds. Well, the elephant literally lost 10 pounds on two guys' heads. <laughs> it was like a waterfall of, of just gravy it was just foul dude i did not anticipate that being the opening scene oh you know here's a good one my good buddy uh i wish he was my friend uh flea he had a lot bigger role in this movie than i thought he's he's had a banner 2022 man he was in a lot of movies yeah you know flea always just kind of shows up in some movies like uh and he here's another one where he was kind of like a a manager kind of like boss guy right Dude, but Flea has been in, like, everything. Like, Anthony Kiedis has been in a handful of things. Flea has been in 106 things as an actor. Man, he has been in a lot of stuff. Like, let's see. Okay. Uh, we all know Point Break. Oh, yeah. You know, that that's a classic. Damn it. Why does IMDb suck so much? They, like, changed IMDb, and now it really is not easily navigatable navigatable i don't know anyways he was in the obi-wan kenobi tv show that's another recent one um he was in the queen and slim he was in uh toy story 4 he was in baby driver he's done multiple episodes of family guy he's done let's see what else let me go to some older stuff because he's been doing stuff for a while, like uh, a classic one. He's in uh, Back to the Future. Wasn't he in The Chase? He's in Back to the Future? He's in The Chase. Yeah, he's in uh, Back to the Future, I believe, two. I don't know if he's in three. Nope, he's in three. 
He's in Back to the Future 3, Back to the Future 2. I'm not sure if he's in the original. I don't think he's in the original. So Flea, as the Red Hot Chili Peppers have blossomed as a band, he has also kept doing acting through the whole time. That's funny. Now, they're always just smaller roles. He's never done anything big. But, I mean, and I guess his name in Back to the Future goes well. Uh, His name is Needles. Oh, nice. You remember the scene where he's talking to the guy on the screen? That's Needles. That's Flea. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, anyways, just I got to give him some love because, you know, I love my Chili Peppers. I'm going to their show in May. I spent too much, but I didn't get pit tickets. They were outrageous. But, uh, uh, you know, I I like seeing my boy Flea in there. And what's interesting is he's such a nut job in the real world. And whenever he acts like he's always like really on the money and just calm, cool, collected and like kind of a normal dude. It's weird. Well, I guess that's the acting part of it. Yeah. Him, us being normal is him acting. Yeah. (laughs) It's funny. Okay, Mike. So what, what did you enjoy about Babylon? Um, I, I, I liked, uh, Brad Pitt's character. I liked that he kept getting, uh, you know, divorced and married and, uh, I don't know. He was just, uh, I don't know. It seemed like he didn't even care. Like it, it was very interesting. Well, I think he cared at first and then it started just quickly going downhill and he stopped caring. Yeah. Like he, he was, a uh, his character was very interesting because he was so, I don't know, so big and could do so many things. It was interesting how he was always treated. Like until what happened, Mike, what happened that changed him in the film? Oh, his buddy. When his his buddy, it's more than that though. When film went from being silent movies to talkies. Oh Oh, yeah. Yeah. That destroyed his career because he just could not act. (laughs) <laughs> not at the level that they expected yeah yeah he wasn't a theater actor right like because this is the time when they were like there was like a big difference between i guess silent film acting versus uh you know uh theaters like drama like plays and and you know all that and uh yeah no you're you're right until until uh Till that happened, but don't get me wrong. His friend killing himself also affected him. But the biggest thing that just killed his career was the pure, simple fact that when he had to open his mouth, it didn't come off as well as other people that had been theatrically trained. Yeah. 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 And it probably didn't help that he had such a drinking problem. It didn't seem like it was a problem for him. (laughs) yeah yeah the the, this the scene one of the scenes i really liked in the movie is they're just they're in the tent getting ready for that the big uh epic war piece or whatever and uh by the time it gets to the point where he needs to do his part and that the camera arrives just in time you know everyone's just falling over like drunk and like he's just barely standing himself. Well, it was the people that were riding and working with them in his tent 
They weren't falling over drunk. They were fucking passed out. And he goes to work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it was nuts, man. That was nuts. Uh, he loved to drink. He likes his his beverages. And that's probably one of the reasons why he went through, you know, wives like Tic Tacs. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Anyway, it is a crazy movie, man. Um, if If it's really like that or if it was really like that, that's... Wow. But anyway, uh, I don't know, Mike, it's been a hundred years. I mean, I assume it's somewhat accurate on certain levels. I have to say one thing that surprised me, Margot Ravi's the main, one of the main characters, I was going to say the main actress, but she's one of the main characters. And I'm kind of surprised you don't see her hook up with like Brad Pitt. Cause I figured that was probably coming and it never did. She has a totally different storyline. Yeah, man, I, I agree with you. I actually thought they were going to hook up as well, but nope, totally different storyline. I thought that was cool. It, it was kind of an intertwined storyline between Brad Pitt, Margot Robbie, and... and um, oh. Diego? Diego. Um, and I kind of like that. It was like rise and falls and falls and rises. And, you know, it, it was interesting. Because there's a lot of movies that have kind of interwoven storylines, but not usually about ups and downs as much. It's usually just how they're all intertwined, how, you know, reactions and uh, can affect different things. Kind of, uh, what, what's the movie? Crash has a lot of intertwined people. Remember yeah, that, that was movie, a Matt? really, really good movie. I really liked Crash. Oh, dude, speaking about that, we need to talk about that. We'll give it a minute. But go ahead, finish your topic. I just realized what we should talk about. <laughs> All right. Um, but uh, uh, yeah, so uh, the, the, that's just kind of what I was going to say. Um, I, I did like that aspect of the story. Like, I overall, I like this movie. It's just, it's a little bit long. And uh, I don't know. There's there's some things maybe it'd be done differently. But I mean, overall, it, it's a pretty good movie. I really enjoyed the movie 95% of it, or let's go with 80% of it. Yeah, I'll go with 80% of it. Um, the big thing I don't like is, one, how long it is, and two, the uh, third act where it gets really, really dark and just fucking weird. Like Tobey Maguire's character and going under this tunnel and all this underground shit. I mean, it's cool, but I mean, it's very, very fucking strange. And I think they could have done something that would have made our main character, Manny Torres, uh, have to flee the state anyways without having to go through such insane links. But, I mean, it was kind of fun and goofy and just really fucking out there. It was really weird, dude. So, yeah. Uh, other than that, I mean, if they could have gotten it down to two, two and a half hours, it'd be much stronger. Uh, I think getting rid of the super depressing shit, like leave... What happened to Brad Pitt's character in there? That's a very pivotal part. Uh, maybe give us a little bit more of an expl explanation on what happened to Margot Robbie's character. And then have Manny Torres, played by Diego's uh, character, in the same way, but don't take an entire fucking third of a movie to tell that story. Yeah, that all makes sense. That's just my opinions do those things i think you'd have a much stronger movie but i still really liked it i still it's a movie about movies i'm not one of these hollywoodite people that love movies about movies but it's a fascinating time period it's a fa fascinating culture shift 
uh, especially for film. I mean, there's been a lot of them throughout the world, through any profession, any anything you look at. And uh, it's an interesting study on it, in my opinion. Yeah, I didn't... Uh, I mean, I knew this movie was a, like a, a period piece about Hollywood stuff. I didn't realize it was kind of the transition from... Uh, silent movies to movies with real sound i mean i guess not silent but no no that's what they called them silent movies yeah silent movies to to with sound and and what the dr- dramatic change was um it was also interesting when they were doing that big uh e- epic picture you know and all the orchestra and stuff is there yeah the, that was cool i like that they were and all pl- it, it didn't pl- make any fucking sense because they can't record it anyways yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe it's for ambience. I don't know, dude. That was interesting. To inspire the actors, I guess. I don't know. But yeah, I mean, they had a full-on fucking orchestra in the middle of the desert. And I mean, people are literally like fucking dying on set because they're throwing shit. It, it, it was insane. Absolutely fucking insane. I loved it. So, okay, Mike. So let's go ahead and do this. I want to do this. And then we'll, you know, kill their podcast for the uh, first one of the year. <clears throat> Mike, um, speaking of movies, what are your top five movies of 2022, Mike? Um, all right, Matt. So this is a kind of a difficult list for me. How I is it difficult, dude? I nail, I knocked this shit out in five minutes. I know exactly no, I, what I liked. I wanted to, so I want to have more than five. So what I'm going to do is I'm just going to go with five and then I'm going to throw in some runner ups. Okay, do you want to do your runner-ups first? Okay. All right, here comes the the participation trophy. (laughs) All right, so for runner-up, I really enjoyed the movie Prey, the the Predators prequel thingy, kind of Uh sequel prequel, and I really feel like that should have gotten more, um, I don't know, more hype. Huh? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah, and then also another one that I think flew under the radar, which was awesome, was uh, Bullet Train. Really, that's not even in your top five, and you gave that some bitch five reels, Mike. No, it's not my top five. Wow. All right, interesting. Okay, so those are your runner-ups. Yeah, those are the uh, Mike Trophy husband participant trophies. Participation participation trophy husband. There we go. All right, Mike. Okay, so what's number five? Let's go. All right. Well, I don't know if I have them ranked in one through five. Oh, I'm just really? Say- oh, all right. All right. Fine. You misunderstood the text then. Well, I mean, I, there's five of them. I don't know if I have them ranked. For, uh, well, let's just put. It's all good, man. It's all good. Just do your thing. Just start with your. I don't know one of them. Okay. So let's put let's put All Quiet on the Western Front as number five. Question. Were you this bad at homework in high school? Because it never seemed like you were. But you're definitely getting at least a D plus for uh, Real Film Nerds homework session number one. Dang, man. A D plus. <laughs> uh, all right. All right. All Quiet on the Western Front. That's number five. Okay. Number four. Uh, number four is um, The Woman King. Wow, nice. 
Yeah, my mom had The Woman King on her top five. Yeah, I really liked it. Okay, you ready for number three? Mike, I'm ready, willing, and able whenever you are, sir. All right, number three, Hustle. Hustle. Yeah, the Adam Sandler movie, the basketball movie. Oh, fuck, I totally forgot we even did that. Dude, that one was awesome. Ah, shit. I <laughs> See, I didn't look back. I just went off the top of my head. Ah, uh, dude, that, that was a really good movie. Fuck. Oh, my list is done. I already did it. I'll say it here. I said it on the radio. I'm going to stick to it. <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude. That movie was really good. Okay, yeah. number two. Number two, Top Gun Maverick. Only in number two, Mike. Yeah, number two. You son of a bitch. All right. I know what number one is then. Number one, everything, everywhere, all at once. See, this is why it's not fun to do a, a movie podcast with you, because our picks are practically the same. Well, you forgot about the hustle. I did. Or... I forgot about the fucking hustle. Yeah. Okay. All right. Here we go. I won't take as long as you, but here we go. Starting with number five, uh, um, honorable mention, I'll just go with the hustle because that movie was fucking tits. I love that movie. All right. Number five, Violent Night. Oh, Violent Night. Dude, I love that movie. That movie was so much fun. It it will it will be purchased on Blu-ray and it will be a Hinshaw family tradition from here on out. Granted, I'm a family of one, but I will watch it every year. Okay. Number four, bullet train. What's funny is I think you I think I gave Bullet Train like a four and a half. You gave it a five, and I still liked it better than you. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Number three. Again, this is where like it gets boring because we're like the same fucking person. Number three. And this movie, I wanted to see it in the theaters. It would have made it even higher prob. Well, maybe not. But I wanted to see it in the theaters. All Quiet on the Western Front. I loved that movie. That movie was fantastic. Number two. Again, this is why we're not fun. Everything, everywhere, all at once. <laughs> and number one, of course, it better win best fucking picture it fucking better Top Gun Maverick. I mean, dude, if I see a movie more than once in the theaters, that's fucking saying something. And I saw this bitch five times. Yeah, no, man. Uh, those were all those are all good movies, man. Those were all good movies. Uh, well, and that's the other thing. I both of us saw a lot more movies than what we review our top fives are of films that we reviewed. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if I saw anything that was outside that I wanted to mention. If, if there was, I would have probably mentioned it. Uh, there were some good ones, but nothing that would have cracked my top five, I guess is a nice way to put it. I mean, there, there's some fun stuff. There's some good stuff out there that I saw. Um, there's some stuff that I saw that wasn't so good. You know, not everything is a trophy. Not everyone is a participation trophy husband, right, Mike? That's true. So, all right. Well, uh, I believe next week week's pick is mine. I'm kind of the one that was pushing it. Mike wanted to go see this weird-ass horror sci-fi movie in the theaters. Uh, I want to start getting into movies that are going to probably be nominated for Academy Awards, or at least Best, best Picture, because I want to try and get all those Best Pictures. I've done it for... I think five or six years running where I've seen all of them. If not, I missed maybe one or two, but, uh, this one 
has already had 157 award nominations. It has already won 63 awards. These are world rewards, you know, not the Academy Awards yet. I'm sure it'll be nominated for those too. It's the Banshees of Inertion, I believe is how you pronounce it. It's the name of the town. Mike, you might be able to pronounce it better than I can because that's kind of your world. Is it Inishirian or is it Inertion? No, man, I'm not very good at uh, uh, that stuff. So, Well, we'll find out. Um, It came out in theaters very limited. It's kind of an indie uh, in November. It was released. It's a British film. It was released in October over there in Great Britain. Uh, it stars uh, Colin Farrell and Brendan Gleeson. They're two lifelong friends. Uh, Any Sharon is the name of the town slash island they live on. Uh, it just being our first movie of or second movie of 2023, I guess, uh, even though it's a film from 2022. Uh, it's very fitting for us, Mike, because it's about best friends. Oh, OK. All right, Matt. So I'm interested to see. It looks good. It's a serious film. I think there's a bit of humor in it, too. It says it's a comedy and a drama. So we'll see how it goes. So uh, it's currently streaming. If those of you listening want to watch it with us, it is on HBO Max. So that's where we're going to watch it. It is not in the theaters anymore. Like I said, it was out in November. It was probably in theaters for two or three weeks and then gone. But I'm excited. It looks fun. It looks good. It looks interesting. It looks kind of silly in parts. But uh, Colin Farrell being able to speak in his native accent, it's probably it's probably one I'm gonna have to watch with subtitles on. Yeah, did you ever see him in that other movie where he was in his native? Uh, um, uh, what's it's? Dang, I can't think of the name of it. It's like I was gonna say we only have so many minutes here, Mike. Uh, oh, it's it's on the tip of. Bavaria? No, it's like on the tip of my tongue. Uh, Rouge, in in Rouge, in Rouge. I think, I think that's fucking heard of that movie. You haven't seen that movie? No, I haven't even heard of it. Uh, I think I just clicked on Colin Farrell on the IMDb's. How long ago was it? Uh. Sometime in two thousands. Well, wonderful. There's been twenty three fucking years in the two thousands now, <laughs> and he does a lot of movies, it, Mike. In in Bruges, in Bru- ah yeah, in Bruges, two thousand eight. Ha, two thousand and eight. Yeah, dude, you saw that oh, movie in B R U G E S. They he you pronounce that Bruges? I think so. Yeah, no, I never saw that. And it has Brendan Gleeson in it as well. Dude, and it's the same fucking director. <laughs> oh, dude, that movie's great. Hold on. Yeah, it's the same director and writer. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> Whoops. Double feature. I, I, didn't, uh, I didn't nerd it up enough, dude. Sorry, I should have told you that ahead of time. Ah, it's fine. It's fine. It was, we're doing it live. Uh... Mike, uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe tie-in for the Banshees of Inisherin. No? Okay, what, we'll wait till what, next week. What, 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 what was that? What's the MCU tie-in? Oh, I don't know. Oh, I guess Colin Farrell. 
Is he in the MCU? He's rumored to be. Well, he did. He played. Um, what's his face in Daredevil? But uh, Bullseye. I don't know, dude. Well, anyways, you got a week to figure it out, Mike. You got I'll a week figure to figure it out. it out. And I'm sure you'll wait until five minutes before when we're sitting down recording. Or trying to record. So, all right. Well, uh, Mike, I think we should probably give our reels for Babylon because I don't think we did that. No, no, we did not. <laughs> okay. Let's so, go ahead and do that, dude. Yeah. You want me to go first or you want to go first, princess? Oh, I'll, I'll go first, man. Uh, I'll give uh, uh, Babylon uh, four reels. Fuck, dude. Interesting. I didn't think you were going to go that high because I didn't think you really liked it that much. I like aspects of it. I don't know. It was kind of fun. It just, I don't know. Dude, I really liked it, and I give it four out of five reels. Maybe you're, uh, I don't know, maybe you're starting to become soft, like uh, your favorite appendage. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so anyways, all right. So there you go, people. Uh, four out of five reels for both of us for the 2022 epic Babylon that is not doing very well at the box office, probably because it's too fucking long, to be honest with you. I don't know why it's not doing very well, but obviously, you know, uh, James Cameron's uh, Avatar 2 is taking up a lot of screen real estate and people's time. Yeah, but even then, I don't think it's doing as well as they anticipated it to be I don't doing. know, dude. I think it's got $1.3 so far. Worldwide? Yeah, dude, but I think all it needs to do is make $2 billion and it's good. All right, Mike, here's your, here's your homework for next week. Let's see if you do it. Um, how much Avatar made in the U.S. total and how much Avatar 2 has made in the U.S. total? Not the world. We're going U.S. Oh, okay. But, all I right. mean, you'll have World 2 because it'll be there in front of your face, too. Was that Box Office Mojo, I think, right? uh that's one of them yeah yeah that's one i usually check if i want to figure that shit out but all right mike well i think uh we've yammered on long enough uh probably too long i think we are well over our 30 minute time limit but uh hey you know we talked about our top five movies of 2022 since we really don't do awards anymore because we figured out that people really don't fucking listen to it and really don't care so we don't do the poindexter awards anymore so sorry for those of you that liked it nobody ever said they liked it so anyways all right mike uh do your thing all right well on on that happy note uh hopefully everybody had a great time for their new years and and christmas and uh we're gonna start this new year by trying to review some of these uh movies that are going to be nominated for uh academy awards and and things like that so uh stay with us and uh you know this this year is going to be interesting all right thanks for listening everybody and make sure to follow us on facebook instagram twitter and uh we'll catch you on the next pod thank you for listening to the real film nerds now don't forget to follow us on facebook twitter and instagram at real film nerds now go out and catch a movie
He's the first guest of 2023, Matt Hinshaw on Magic 99.1. Good morning. What's, Are you as happy as, and excited as I am? I can't tell. Like, insanely excited. <laughs> like, that, that guy earlier, 27, <laughs> shotgun wedding. Yeah. I'm just like, man, he yeah. has no clue. Wait till he hits 41 and he's still single. Yeah, yeah right. Well, you don't, I mean, you would never consider a shotgun wedding with somebody you didn't know. He's saying like a stranger. No, if someone showed up with a shotgun, I'd just fight him. <laughs> That's, you know, that's probably a good. But option. at my age, it, you know, if if Dad showing up with a shotgun, I mean, he pr- he's probably in a wheelchair. He's probably in his eighties or nineties. Yeah, know? yeah. Okay, so. that's true. Yeah. Well, let's see what's in store for you in twenty twenty three. What do you I'm, think? I'm scared. If you could have anything you wanted in twenty twenty three, and you know, we'll discuss this more on my podcast. Oh, Lisa, not my not podcast. So live. Um, yeah. So think about that. You know, if you, okay. it, we'll just make the greatest scenario for okay. ourselves. Okay. But right now we got to talk about the movies. Yes, ma'am. You saw Babylon. Uh-huh. Brad Pitt's in it. Uh-huh. How bad could it be? It was good. It was I good. Liked it. Yeah. Um, a lot of people are not going and seeing it, which I understand because this is a film for people that love film in a way or just movie making. Okay. So it's basically about how the film films were made and created and actors were in the late 1920s, early 30s. And that is the transition from uh, silent movies to what we know as a normal movie. They called them talkies back then, but it's not talkies because it was the transition from silent to talking. Right. And Brad Pitt is a seasoned veteran actor and uh, he doesn't do super great when he has to start talking. (laughs) That's funny. Yeah. (laughs) And it's actually... uses looks for everything. Yeah. It's actually a very funny film. Okay. Uh, It's not for everybody. If you don't love movies, uh, I don't recommend it because it's just not going to be your thing. You're going to kind of be lost in it. Right. But it's really funny. It's uh, silly. It's goofy. It's way over the top on okay. a lot of things. It's okay. about the extravagance of 1920s Hollywood. And I mean, there's a lot of debauchery and extravagance, I yeah. guess, is the way to keep it okay. clean. We'll ask your mom yeah. about the, the oh, dirty stuff. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. We'll ask Mahinshaw coming up. I, I'm interested with your review because you're right in line with Google. You know, 67% yeah. users like it. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes gave it 55%. So I was a little I, bit surprised by those numbers. Yeah, I mean, it's good. It's long. That's the one oh, big no. takeaway. It's long. long. It's one. over three hours, which is too much. Yes. But the benefit of this versus like, we'll use another really long one I just saw, Avatar 2. Right. Uh, this one doesn't feel super long. Right. Avatar 2 is long, and it feels long, and it just drags. Right. This, this one captivates you yeah, if you're this interested. one's good. Yeah, if okay. you like it. Um, it gets really, really dark for the third act. Like, really dark. Yeah. But other than that, you know, I enjoyed it. I thought good. it was a good film. Excellent. How many reels are you going to give uh, it? Four out of five. Four out of yeah. five. Okay. Yeah. I will probably check it out. Tell me. Only in theaters or can I stream it? Please. Uh, currently, I think it's only in theaters, but right. I'm sure it'll be on one of the streaming services quickly because it's not doing super well. In the That's theater. what they're doing a lot right now. Okay. I don't know if you've noticed that. Yeah. But. Okay. Oh, uh, by the way, I mm-hmm. did watch Spirited over the uh, holidays. The only movie I watched. Thoughts? I just no, no, I didn't see. I, you know what it is. I'm glad I'm not the only one it's that a didn't good like background it. Background movie, like yeah. I didn't. We didn't. We did not sit and watch it. But every once in a while, we'd be like, oh, 
And then we'd move on. Oh, I watched Elf for the first time Elf? from the beginning You've to the end. You've never seen Elf all the way I've through. I've seen parts of it. You know, another in the background while you're doing stuff. But I finally watched it on Dempsey Dandos' couch on Christmas morning waiting to go to the airport. And I loved it as much as I knew so that I would. Yeah. Elf is so good. Yeah, I give it 10 out of 10. I'm just glad that I'm not the only one that really didn't like Spirited. Because yeah. I feel like everybody's like, oh, it's so good. It's so this. I'm like, yeah. no. I'm not into the overly choreographed, you know, the hustle bustle Broadway show kind of musical. And that's all that was. I'm not into any of that. Yeah. Yeah. So, I like a little more acting. Yeah. Okay. Let's call your okay, mom. Let's call okay, mommy. Let's do it. Mom. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, Ma Henshaw on Magic 99.1. How are your holidays, sweetheart? Oh, they were average. <laughs> average at best, huh? Wow, she's being nice <laughs> Even this Even with morning. a new grandbaby? Yeah, we couldn't be with her for New Year's. Yeah. We did for Christmas, though, and that was fun. Oh, I bet you spoiled her rotten. Oh, yes. It's- I mean... Thousands of dollars on toys. <laughs> that she doesn't even, <laughs> yeah, acknowledge, right? Oh, I, love it. I play with them. I don't care if she enjoys them. I like them. There you go. That's how we feel about our grand puppy. We don't have any grandbabies, but we have one grand puppy, and yeah, she got all the love and attention this year, as it oh, should be. Isn't that cool? Yeah, super, super <laughs> fun. So, what did you think of Babylon, Mom? I really liked it. I, I. Loved it. It was pretty darn good, I'd say. Good. That's great. Matt loved it, too. Did you think it was too long? Did you find it? Well, yes. Okay. I will go there. Okay. It, it was quite really long. Really <laughs> quite really long. long. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So how many sleeps did you have? Uh, only one. Only one. Very good. That's... Only one, yeah. And uh, the first part of it was really, there were a lot of funny parts, true parts, because we know what it was like to film in the old days. At least I learned, you know. Right. <laughs> I've known it before because I, you know, I've been living since 1800 and something. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> but the end Kind of toward the end was very sad and very oh slow. I'd say okay. I, I, I didn't care for the end. Okay, as much. yeah. Matt said it was kind of dark in the in the end portion yeah. of the film. Tell me, was there any nudity or anything worth mentioning in that realm? Well, my grandson mentioned mentioned lots of boobage. Okay, <laughs> there were bo- there were boobies. Okay. Very nice. Was that um, uncomfortable or was that all right? Uh, not really any six pad to care about. Right. I mean, right. Okay. You know. Was that was the boobage awkward with your grandson? Oh heck no! Because <laughs> he's twenty two or whatever. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's a man. He's <laughs> no, a man. No, no. <laughs> yeah. Very yeah. good. How many cookies are you gonna give it, Ma? I'll give it four out of five. Four out of five. That's what Matt gave it as well. Matt's here, by the way. Matt, say hi to your mother. What's up, old lady? (laughs) Hi, youngster. Uh, Nice. (laughs) Well, thank you. We look forward to another year of movie reviews from you, Mahin Sean. What station? Oh, Magic 99.1. Thank you, dear. Stay warm. Okay, bye-bye. I'm going to try. Okay. You too. <laughs> Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. You wanted to go through your top five for 2022. I, I, can, I can do that. You want to yeah. talk about next week's real quick? Um, Next week's real quick and that all within seven seconds. Go. Okay, so next week we're doing... <laughs> 
the Banshees of Inisherin. I, I don't know how you pronounce that. It Is came it out in November. Okay. Uh, it's all kinds of award buzz. Oh, okay. So Good. we didn't see it in the theaters because I don't think it was in the theaters very long. Where it's are you going to watch it? Uh, it's on HBO Max. Okay, good. So we're going to do that. Okay. And then uh, just real quick, my top five movies of 2022 you... in order of how I liked them. And these are only ones I reviewed. Okay. Uh, number five, Violent Night. Number four, Bullet Train. Uh. Number three, All Quiet on the Western Front. Okay. Number two, Everything Everywhere All at Once. And number one... Lisa, you can name this. What is it? What's my number one? Your number one was Avatar. No, Top Gun Maverick. Top Gun Maverick. Mine too. Mine too. I love that movie. I love it too. I saw it four or five times in the theater. Oh my gosh. You're a champion. You're a champion. I I didn't see it that many times. I saw it once. (laughs) Anyhow, (laughs) Matt, thanks for a great year of movie reviews. We'll look forward to uh, more coming up in 2023. Yeah, hopefully there's some great movies. We'll find out. Yes. Also, if you want to hear more uh, of mine and Matt's conversation, you can check out my podcast. It's called, well, check out Matt's too. Yours is called what? Uh, I don't know. Nobody listens film nerds. to it. Real film nerds. And mine is called <laughs> Lisa Not So Live. Catch it on Spotify. Thank you, Maddie. No, thank you, Lisa. Oh, okay. You're welcome.